Shooting the Gap with Ryan and Gonzo. Uh, a consciousness. So that, all all yeah, trauma. Hold on, like, let me just tell you what what I know before yeah. you tell me what it is. What I'll I tell think, you what it is. What I think <laughs> I know. Uh, what I've read on Facebook. Um, like he's like a consciousness that Tony Stark somehow created, mm-hmm. and it becomes kind of self aware and angry, and wants to take over the world. Well, have you seen any of the Terminator movies? I've seen them all. Yeah, so you know when you create an artificial intelligence, it's going to become sentient and then hate humanity. Definitely according to the Terminator movies. Uh, Absolutely. That's what Stark does. Stark does that. Did that happen before Terminator or after Terminator? As far as timeline and real world, who did that first out of those two? James Cameron. James Cameron did that first? Yeah. Okay. I didn't. I don't know when when Ultron came out. Avengers Ultron. Oh no! Uh, See that would be Ultron like, might have been in the seventies. Well, that's before the Terminator. Yeah, uh-huh. you're right on that one. Not not that that's the first time that was ever thought no, of. No, no, no. The, the singularity and so forth and yeah. so on. But so is the whole the, the the big robot we're seeing in the brief trailer we're seeing. That's that's Ultron in it. The Wait, Iron Man looking big, thing. What do you mean the, the big robot? I'm about to, I just told you the Iron Man looking thing that's like really huge. That's Hulk, but that's Hulkbuster armor, motherfucker. That's to fight the Hulk. Iron Man is Ultron it. in it, no. or is Iron Man in it? Iron Man's in it to fight the Hulk. Uh huh. That's Hulkbuster armor. I can't wait for this movie, dude. <laughs> it's Hulkbuster armor. I think I, that's what I understand. I just didn't know who was fighting him. I didn't oh yeah, it's Iron Man. It's, it's Iron Man. Oh, it's I Iron Man. To, I think this movie. Oh, when he to be like awesome. throws the car and then like like uh, Iron Man catches it and then Hulk punches through it. Yeah, totally. And you're like, oh shit! Dude, I, I want to see this movie. Yeah. so hard, dude. Well, and it's gonna it's it's gonna sh- it's gonna change the shape of uh, the Marvel Cinematic Universe. It's gonna change the team of Avengers. It's it's very true. It's it's gonna change that. Have you seen the the, the leaked little brief open teaser trailer that was released by a dude that used to work for uh, the company that does all that shit until the Sony hack happened. He got, he was one of the people that was let go through the Sony hack. And it, it's an Avengers, and it shows all the guys. And at the end, it's the, the Avengers logo for the, for the movies. Mm-hmm. And it's got spider webs dripping all over it. That's actually happening. Uh, Spider-Man, in the third one. Sp- in the third Avengers movie. Well, the third Avengers movie is divided into two parts. Oh, okay. No, it is. It's a war. It's war it's, it's Infinity War Infinity. parts one and two. So and Spider Man actually one. will be part of it. That's pretty fucking awesome. Spider Man actually will be part of it. Uh, they've released. And they're already going to reboot Spider Man, so they'll have a new. Well, Spider-Man now, out in now, the next don't, two years. don't. That's what I no. That's what I. That's what I completely understand. Is a new Spider Man. Old one's done. The old one, the one that came we out don't, three we and don't, years we ago. We don't know. We don't know the deal. <laughs> we don't know the deal between Sony and Marvel, or Disney, or whatever you want to call it. Okay. You, we don't know the deal. We don't know the deal. We, um, we don't it, know the deal. No, we do not. Okay. It it could be uh, the Andrew Garfield Spider Man. It could be a brand new Spider Man. Rumor has it uh, Marvel wants to go with uh, Drake Bell. Who the fuck is that? Well, um, Ryan, 
if you don't know Nickelodeon, uh, Drake and uh, what's his name? Drake and Josh. They're talking Drake for Spider-Man. That'll suck. Um, <laughs> actually, he actually voiced Spider-Man in uh, the Ultimate Spider-Man cartoon. He doesn't look like Spider-Man. You know who? You know who voiced Superman mostly? Tim Daly. And he make a shitty Superman. Actually, it was uh, a split between Tim Daly and George I said most Newbern. of the time. I yeah. said most of the time. Yeah. I didn't say all the time, and I yeah. was right when I was there. So, but my point was that Tim Daly, terrible Superman in real life. He can do the voice just fine. No, I can see Tim Daly being a great Superman. Line. How he has no muscles. Superman is muscles. huge and jacked. Okay, shut up. You're just arguing to argue. <laughs> You're an arguing arguer. <laughs> That's what I am. Arguing arguer. Um, so we're like five minutes in. <laughs> Sweet. Sweet. Somebody actually sat there and listened to that shit. Jesus. So welcome to No Applause. Oh, I'm sorry. Ryan didn't want to talk about comics. <laughs> wrong man. show, wrong show, wrong show. Welcome to Shooting the Gap. Welcome to the Gap. Gappers, nice to see you. We're, we're Gapparistas. We're, we're apologizing Gapers. for that first. Gapparistas that we do not... We do what, what are you we don't. I already said it. We're gappers. Um, I, I uh, apologize for the demeanor of the show for a lot of it. Um, we're some butthurt Bronco fans right now. And we're some sad there's, shit there's, Bronco there's, fans. There's not even a segue for it, Doug. So we're just gonna get right into it. What I saw. Please do. What I saw on Sunday, sitting here with with one of my best friends, probably well, my best friend. Watching, Aww. watching the Denver Broncos like lose to the Colts this time with Peyton Manning in a very disappointing fashion, <laughs> to where you're just like, what the fuck is going on? Um, terrible play calling on the defensive side. It was uninspired. I don't think we wanted to win. Um, terrible play calling offensively, except for the beginning, um, that seemed to work out. I think we were hoping for like a ten point lead and then shut them down, but our our super powerful three-man or four-man pass rush was not penetrating and creating any penetration. Fucking nothing. Nothing's getting fucked. <laughs> and he is back there throwing darts because that's our game plan. Um, I, I, uh, I'm, I'm, I've been actually I've calmed down if we did on the show the day after. Second day after, third day after, it would be a lot more screaming and, you know, but heads rolled already. <laughs> I'm kind of, uh, before we get into that, I, I was just rambling there. I'm going to let my, my friend Ryan here have I haven't say. taken my jersey off and switched into street clothes in anger since before Tim Tebow was the quarterback. That happened. I did that. I have not done that since Peyton Manning has been the quarterback of this team. And I watched us get brutalized. Raped? Can you say raped in the Super Bowl? Raped? That that was... Doug says I can say we got raped in the Super Bowl. That was like a Jameis Winston rape. Everyone um, knows you raped her, but you didn't get in trouble for it. I think you meant a... Uh, ben Roethlisberger rape? But I was going to say Bill Cosby. Well, we could go on forever about guys about who get away with raping people. <laughs> but let's Man, get back to wholesome shit. Okay. It is a sports <laughs> show. 
<laughs> so let's talk about Bill Cosby, is what Doug's saying. No. <laughs> but about hold on, hold obvi- on. but about obvious rape. I I I took off a jersey. I took off. I I, I haven't done that. I just haven't done that. And I've been. I was disgusted because of the horrible play calling on defense. So I got two great pass rushers who were neutralized because, well, I mean, they could just double-team them them both. We're going to leave them pretty much able to double-team them on every play, either with a tight end or a a running back. They weren't going to run with the running back. The whole point of the running back in their backfield is for an extra blocker. And most teams, like, go, well, I'm just going to blitz. Because, you know, otherwise you you get burned up the middle, right? When you do that, because the the running back leaks or they run a play right up the middle and you get beat up the middle, well, we're getting beat up the middle anyway. Am I the only one that didn't see that? Well, if that's if that's if that's his fucking worry that he's gonna get beat once or twice, then I'm glad he got fired, and I'm glad he's coaching the Oakland Raiders, and have fun with that. Because if that's his worry that I'd rather just get beat, how we're, we're getting, talking about John how Fox now? No, that would be Jack Del Rio. Oh. If if uh, if that's gonna be his his mindset that it's okay to get beat one way and not another, fuck him. That that is unimaginative. That is. Pussification of a defense that is beyond good. Like we looked unprepared yet again with a week off. Unprepared. Not ready to do anything. Our offensive play calling was the same offensive play calling that we have had for the last five, six, seven weeks. Same fucking pass routes, same formations, same motions, same fucking cadences. That shit didn't change one fucking bit. One fucking bit. We're almost a week after. He's still getting fired. I, I am... I, if Peyton was hurt that bad, should have been sitting. All this stuff. We've been talking about Peyton being hurt for fucking eight weeks now. Everybody, he was hurt. That's why he didn't play well. He's been hurt for six weeks. Bullshit. He's been hurt longer. He's been hurt longer. They wanted to say, oh, it happened in that Chargers game. I still don't see where some dude's anything. limp thumb would do anything to a guy Peyton Manning's size. Nothing. Nothing. He wasn't even running hard. If, if that guy was the $6 million man, it wouldn't have broke his thigh. It wouldn't have fucking ripped it. I, I, this, this quad thing, like if it is an injury, it's amazing that he played and walked around at all. But he shouldn't have been. <laughs> what did we Fuck say? Him, what did we Fuck say? Him. What did we say back in week fourteen when we watched him play the Bills? We said, "Look at his throwing motion. His footwork is terrible, terrible. and that is not something Peyton Manning's known for ever, ever." The Even one thing he is like talked about is like how incredible his footwork is, how he bounces or that mechanics, was all it? of it, all of it. Yeah, we said what was it? we said he's got a leg injury. We said it, called it already. We said leg injury. End of the season, you'll find out whether we win the Super Bowl, we exit the playoffs early, or we lose the Super Bowl. We will find out what that the injury was, in, was. Totally. And we're like waiting for that to happen. And guess what? Happened that what happened. Right the next day. Adam Schefter reports, you know it's true. He's also got an inside link to the Broncos that no other dude in the NFL does. When he and says something the, about the Broncos, he's the lead I reporter. He's the lead reporter. When he says something about anybody, we listen. When Schefter reports it, it's true. It's done. Deal. Sealed. 
So yeah, there he is. He's hurt. Um, shouldn't have been playing. Our offense looked terrible, play calling. But our let's get past that. Let's get to the players that played like shit. Let's get to Demarius <laughs> Thomas, who played some good football, but also looked like shit. Have you seen the the uh, reaction and the uh, the breakdown of the the big play by C.J. Anderson? In the third quarter where he had the fourth down and he got the first down. Have you seen it? Have you seen the replay, the lanes? Have you seen Emmanuel Sanders looking up at the scoreboard, watching the play instead of running to get a block? Have you seen De- Demarius Thomas doing the same thing? Julius Thomas doing the same thing? Not even in a playoff game. That reminded me of getting beat in Indianapolis when Marvin Harrison goes down in the middle of the field and everybody's just... How come you weren't covering him, pointing fingers at each other? Doesn't neither one of them touch Marvin Harrison? He gets up and looks at him like, and he, there's like a second delay there of him going, "Oh, okay," and he runs for a touchdown. I do remember that. It reminded me a lot of when the Broncos had to go play with Tim Tebow in New England. Oh Jesus! And it was like that the team knew it was over when they stepped onto that field. They're like, "We all did. We got to play Tom Brady." In New England, and our quarterback is Tim Tebow. Yeah. They kicked our ass at home. Yeah. Like that's what it looked like they to beat me. The shit out of us. And it, it shouldn't have. We, we weren't a inferior team. Why are we scared of the Indianapolis Colts? Why is this team freaked out like that? You know why? It starts at coaching, and it gets the fuck out of there. That's why John Box is gone. Go to the Bears. Good fit for him. Bet he'll do fine. Jack Del Rio had to go. Holy fuck did he have to go. I'm I'm, I'm glad we get to play him twice a year now. Right? Shit, I hope he installs the defense because I got a pretty good idea what's gonna happen. Oh my god. Like we, we need we need a young hot sh- like everyone talks about young hotshot coaches, bullshit. We need a young hotshot defensive coordinator. And with the way that shit's looking right now, with what everybody says the case is gonna be, the fan. Fox News here, which I don't like to quote them, but they follow the sports pretty well. When they reported here, they're, they're on it. Uh, ESPN all says that it's leaning towards Kubiak taking this job. Kubiak ignored the Jets' job. He ignored the Bills' job. He said he wasn't interested. He accepted this job, which at the very least says he has some interest. At least to hear you. So it's a familiar... I'm not, I'm not talking at you. I'm just talking. <laughs> he he has enough interest to come here. We have interviewed Vance Joseph, the defensive coordinator of the Texans, who has done a pretty damn good job. Young, hotshot, idealistic, looking ahead to the future. He is going to be our defensive coordinator, and we're going to have Rick Dennison step in and be the offensive coordinator who knows exactly what to do when it comes to running the ball in a Gary Kubiak system. I really believe with the, what has been reported, the best-case scenario, what you and I talked about, Kubiak is going to happen. I think it's gonna happen. I think the best available coach right now, best case scenario, is is Gary Kubiak. Yeah, because like wishing and saying Gruden, no, he signed a six million dollar deal. He's not gonna come and get paid five million for coaching. Like, no, he makes six million dollars just watching tape and shooting shit and doing Hooters commercials. He's living <laughs> the fucking. Well, he makes life. extra money to dude, do the Hooters yeah, commercials. Yeah, so. with big tits around his face the whole time. So He's, you know, why is he going to go watch dudes change clothes when he can watch Hooters girls? <laughs> 
Poor stay Bill, on their shirts. Stay up until two thirty in the morning and wake up at six on his coach's. Couch. Bill Bill Cower as well. Everyone throws that out there, but he just signed a big deal again to get paid the same amount. He's, kind he's of money actually he come does. out and said he doesn't really want to coach anymore. Why would he? he a gets, lot of these guys are like, I get paid like more than what I was getting, or at least what I was making as a premium head coach in the NFL. Yes. And I was. We got you. I was. Just put your fucking <laughs> Doug, killing me. Doug has to say something. Doug, what about Gage? Who's Gage? G A G E. I don't know who that is. Gage. Who's Gage? Gage. Twelve Gage. Cardell. Cardell Jones. We're gonna talk about him later. No, Gage, the first guy they interviewed for the Broncos. Gase. Gase. Adam Gase. Okay, we're done. Damn it. We're done. We'll get there, Doug. We'll get there, Doug. <laughs> it, uh, it, it just looks like, as far as like a Bronco fan goes, um, as as shitty as the season was, and how 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 hard it went, and it just didn't go exactly the way that we thought it was going to go. Um, it was Super Bowl or bust. From well, win not, or bust. Super Bowl win or bust, and not from us, from them, from our team, our class active organization, saying that they're going to win the Super Bowl. Okay, so we didn't win the fucking Super Bowl. We didn't win the first playoff game. <laughs> Huge disappointment. But I will, I will gladly have Emmanuel Sanders on his football team. I think we're gonna work to sign Demarius unless he doesn't want to be here, which would be weird. Um, but he was a Fox guy. He was a Fox guy. Um, we'll see how that goes. Um, but C.J. Anderson is the biggest bright spot out of all of this. We have found a tailback. You heard fit perfectly within Gary Kubiak's system. You heard what I said. I mean. Here's how upset I was on Sunday. I could see so many things wrong with everybody that was on the field. I said, the only I said, you know what? Get rid of everybody else <laughs> but CJ Anderson and Chris Harris Jr. Chris Harris was playing really good. That's it. What about Akeem Talib? Like just giving that guy wide open lanes. He was that guy was open a second. Before the ball was snapped, T.Y. Hilton was open in the first half the whole time. What the fuck, dude? It's you know what the inside slot, not his position. Something you brought up in the middle of the game. Mm-hmm. You were screaming it. It was wide open. It's something I've heard all week. Not his position. Why didn't they adjust? Why is Chris Harris Jr. not rotating? It to was me? obvious. To me, should have been covering him. To me, I felt like blitz. Play man defense, one high safety, full time. Mix up your blitz coverages. And you put fucking Talib on Wayne because that's where he can be opportunistic and make the plays that Talib is very, very capable of making. Moncrief and you put Chris Harris on the guy who gets physical and plays dirty and is the best corner in fucking football, dude. Dude, period. Chris, Chris Harris Jr. No fucking brain. Should have been should have been shadowing Ty. All over the field. It's obviously their best receiver. He's fast. He's ah. agile. Chris Harris is fast. He's agile. You could have put. And he's physical. You could have put. He jams you at the line, and he's Bradley big enough Roby to jam Ty. Hill. Could have been put on Moncrief. Should have been. He could have been following him around the field. Be honest with you, Moncrief. I was not worried mm-hmm. that about. Talib could follow him. Talib could follow Wayne. The person who should have been getting shadowed, Chris Harris Jr. should have been doing that. That's on. That's on Del Rio. And it, you know it what? totally is. I hope he goes to the Raiders because I know he the is Raiders there. He's, will he's suck. in the Raiders. Oh, yeah, yes. He's and signed. He's on the Raiders. 
officially. He's a so. raider. He was introduced we're, today. We're, we're, he's officially a raider. So, I mean... You know, unfortunately, I, I feel like... Side note, and I'll be real quick. I think like he is a good fit for that team. <laughs> I, I hate him as a coordinator. I like him as a good coach. Now, the game's past him. Um, can, I, can we move real quick? Because this has to be addressed before we go to our next segment. What do you think Peyton Manning is going to do? Where is he at? How injured is he? We're both going to talk about this. That's why it's not a fastball. Peyton Manning is not that injured. He has a serious injury, but I don't think he's... He's not career-ending. And he definitely, knowing Peyton Manning, we said it. We all said it. Everybody goes, oh, he just got old. No. You look yeah. like that in an offseason. He didn't just get old. We all know that. He said he you don't you come into it from an off season looking like shit in the preseason and then play the whole season looking like shit. That's how you suddenly get old. You don't get suddenly old from one week to the next. No, you don't. That you don't just like happen. suddenly get old one week and then you know you're playing like like you were the previous season and then the next week you play like a guy who's completely washed up. That doesn't happen. Doesn't happen to anybody. Here's what does happen: your body starts to break down all of a sudden. That's what happens. Um, this is this is this is my my. I think that he's gonna come back healthy, but I don't think he's gonna be able to play a full season. I think it's gonna be the same thing because I can't see where he got hurt. There's no play. The play that they have said where he's got hurt, we know he didn't get hurt on. Well, we know he went to the locker rooms, but to me, I think he ran to the locker. I room. think somebody, hit, I think somebody hit his already injured quad. That's what I think. So happened. he That's got because he, he definitely got smacked in that quad. Kind of, so it wasn't he, even that hard. I didn't it, think. it didn't seem I didn't that, think it hard, was that bad. Of a but I think with, with the jolt of that block plus the smack on the leg, I think he didn't even block him. He didn't even he block him. Just, he just he threw his shoulder away. up. Oh come on. He threw his shoulder up and didn't even make contact with the guy, dude. There was no contact. I don't I I think that he just broke down. I think that's what's what's hitting him initially, and that's where the negativity comes into his head. That in whatever the injury came from, however it had shown up and started to linger, started fucking with him, dude. And I I don't know if he's not gonna suffer that same fate next year. But how do you not, if he's running around healthy in two months? How do you not bring him back? If that ball, if because if if it, it is an injury like that, and I know that that if your right leg and you're planting, that ball is going to come off shitty, and that's why that ball looks shitty. If it's if it's healthy, he can throw the ball better. Well, but what else? What what nagging injury is going to pop up next year that he's not going to be able to shrug off? Because no matter how much Peyton was never on the injured list, he was always hurt. He was always injured. Everybody's hurt. I know. Quarterbacks. You know this. Quarterbacks you mostly. This. He didn't play in a league that was protecting him up until 10 years into the league. Then they started protecting him. It, maybe maybe seven years. But he, he went through getting his ass kicked and getting lots of dings and what's not. I'm, I'm going to fuck up next. I'm saying, I'm saying like those might have worn on him. He can't take as much as some people possibly play in the game. I, I'm not going to question... Peyton Manning's toughness. I'll tell you this much. I'm questioning genetics. Um, I, I'll tell you this much though. 
we, as a quarterback, you know, because a lot of people talked about the way that ball came out. And you know what? You can tell a shoulder or arm injury because of the way the a quarterback typically will compensate with his upper body to try and get the ball either power or to try and get enough rotation to have enough grip on it. They'll knuckleball it. If they got a bat, if they got a bum elbow, bum hand, bum shoulder, yeah. they're gonna knuckleball it to try and heave the shit out of that ball. And then, but that's not what we were seeing. We were seeing the ball doing all sorts of crazy different. She's throwing like Tim Tebow out there. There was with a better throwing motion. But the problem was the ball wasn't that. You, you know, <laughs> you know this as a quarterback. For those of you that don't know, you don't derive power from throwing the ball as a quarterback through your arm. Arm has a lot to do with it. But that's not where all the power and ability comes from. A lot of it comes from your legs and your hips. It's like it's like anything. It's like it's like hitting a baseball. It's like kicking a football. It's anything. It's it's your hips. The the, the move of your hips is what does it. Pitching, throwing someone out from right field, a slap shot, it's all about the rotation of your hips and shit. It's all about that. It's all about your hip it's all the hips. <laughs> It's all Just easing the tension, baby. Yeah, Even on someone else. <laughs> but it's all in your hip. It's all in your legs. It's all. It's. It's. All, that's why people. That's why quarterbacks in the NFL with poor footwork, they don't just get sacked a lot. They throw a lot of interceptions too. And he was throwing a lot of interceptions at the end of the season. I. I. I, I, I like. I want him to come back and be healthy because I know if he's a hundred percent. And can throw the ball like he was just throwing it last season. Like he was throwing it the first eight games of this season. They came into camp saying he was throwing it harder than he's ever thrown. And he was. Remember remember that game against the Indianapolis Colts? (laughs) He comes out of the fucking... He's under center. Under center. We were talking about it. I remember vividly going, he's under center, dude. He's doing what we think he needs to do. We're high-fiving. He comes out. He reverses. He reverse pivots out and play action. Steps up in the pocket. Emmanuel Sanders was lined up inside of Demarius Thomas on the outside there, and he runs just a just a fucking twelve yard post, just twelve yard get to the middle, and Boom. Peyton so put the ball right on him. We were stoked. He was throwing the ball well. But the the fact remains that he stopped. I I, I want him to get healthy. I it, you know what? End of the season. We called it. Called our shot. If not, if not. What about Brock? I, you know what? I've heard so many people who are so down on Brock. Me too. You've heard my reasoning. He just doesn't have a cool quarterback name. That's why he's going to fail. Because Brock Osweiler is not a cool quarterback name. Neither was Jim Falcon. Sounds <laughs> true. I got to give Dan you Dan Fouts? Eh. No. I mean, it's not yeah. Dan Marino. <laughs> There's already a guy with Dan who's a much better quarterback name than you, so your, your quarterback name sucks. I mean, there's Joe Theismann, quarterback name. Joe Namath, quarterback name. Joe Montana. Joe Montana's an epic quarterback, quarterback name. <laughs> John Elway, quarterback name. Epic dude. quarterback name. Andrew Luck is actually a quarterback it, name. It, it really is. Brock Osweiler could be the off guy. Tony Romo be shouldn't like be a good Tarkington. quarterback name. Fran Tarkenton. There's, there's, you got to think back in Norman Van Brocklin. <laughs> He's in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> I like Brock. He's big. He ran a four five forty coming out of the, out of college, so we know he can move. We know he's not afraid to get outside the pocket in an offense with a guy like Gary Kubiak. 
He can put the ball deep too. The kid's got a cannon. He can make NFL. We've throws. seen him throw the ball. He <laughs> definitely has an arm. We've seen him live. No matter what anybody says, watching him in, in camp and, and we never saw a preseason game, but, but we've seen him in camp several times. The dude can toss the rock, dude. So if if our offensive line improves and we address the middle linebacker position and we address the right tackle position and then get our line situated back to where it needs to be, get Vasquez put at guard, have a good line around him run the ball down motherfuckers' throats and have him throw the ball 25 times a game, we'll be fine. What do you think, Doug? Will we be fine? Yeah. <laughs> do you want us to be fine? What are you, fucking retarded? Are you fucking retarded? <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Doug. That's a Hi. 40-year-old version. Reference? Reference? You look like Metallica, the gay version. That's another 40-year-old version reference. Look, I just want them all to kick the ball through the hoop to score a home run. Totally. That's, is that right? Dude, that's how I do it. It's the fourth quarter, and you're looking at a seventh inning stretch. <laughs> <laughs> do you I'm punt, trying. pass, or kick? Or bunt? Do you double steal? Deal? Deal? Depends on if you have a nine iron, I guess, right? Nine iron? Is that a thing? That that is a thing, in sports. That are somewhat a sport. Sports, sports, sports. I mean, sports, sports, I kind sports, of like sports, don't sports. like to consider golf a sport because I'm kind of like, right? If eighty-five year old man can okay, play it, it's not. Kind of overthinking that one. So eighty-five year old man playing, you can't, it's not a sport. It can't be a sport. Then Never. strike. Well, the baseball players do that, but or a split. Top five? Top five. Go ahead and go first. Go first, Doug. No, we're not doing that one first. Oh, we're not doing that one first? Well, no. then I need you to go first. We're never going to get my last pick in. Oh, when have we ever done that one? Shut both of you. Y'all just shut up. Right. Well, this is going to be our, uh, our initial inaugurative mock draft here. Um, because we're Bronco fans and have nothing to look forward to right now, <laughs> we're, we're going to talk about this. Um, man, fuck, I hate feeling like a Buffalo fan. It hurts my feelings. Um, um, so let's go ahead with number five. And we're doing the top? Uh, the top five... Mock draft, I just said. Um, mock drafts are the top five picks in the, the draft coming up. A mock draft, if you were listening. Were you listening, Doug? I wasn't. You are, Doug. I'm Doug. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I like Ohio. So I'm taking the Redskins to pick Andrews Pete. He's an offensive tackle. They need an offensive line. Um... Because they are going to depend on RG3 again. So I'm going with that. Number four, the Raiders are going to pick Amari Cooper. Because the Raiders love speedy wide receivers. And they believe in the quarterback that they have. Um, it's, it's really just having to do with the fact that the Raiders draft speed. And Amari Cooper is the best wide receiver in the league. And I, I have a feeling that in, the, in college, in, in the draft, I have a feeling that he won't succeed in the NFL. And... This is the reason why, because he's going to get picked up by the Oakland Raiders. 
Number three, Jacksonville's got to go defense. I would. Um, they're going to take a defensive end. It's either going to be the kid out of USC or it's going to be the kid out of Florida, Dante Fowler, who I love, um, who I'd love Denver to trade up for and make a little more disruption on that offensive line. Um, Dante Fowler is a good pick for the Jaguars. But the kid out of USC is as well, Leonard Williams, speedy pass rusher on the edge. Uh, number two, this is where it gets funky. Like Doug's armpits. The Eagles trade up. I'm funky. Trade up well, with the Titans. Trade. I'm calling a trade. <laughs> this is going to happen. The Eagles are trading up to draft Mariota. Chip Kelly knows exactly who he wants to run his offense. He has seen the kid that is made to run his offense. When he went to the pros, he was like, I'm going to draft that kid in a couple years. Mariota is made to run that offense. We know this. He doesn't turn the ball the over. Arm for it too. He's got the arm. He's got the, the scrambling ability. We saw that he got sacked, but he didn't fumble. He didn't panic. He didn't throw the ball behind his head like Jameis Winston does or uh, or this Cardell Jones. Um, it's It just seems like um, the best move for the Eagles to make, I think. Um, and then, number one, the Bucks are going to take Jameis Winston. Just, that's, what's, that's what's happening. That's what's gonna happen. I will uh, barring barring one thing. He hasn't had any trouble for three months, four months. If for the next four months the draft's that far away, he has no more trouble. He will be drafted number one overall. I will have to flip floppity some of those people that you have on your list. Actually, um, I think Tampa is going to keep their number one pick, and they're going to take Mariota. Number one overall. I don't think they're going to trade out of it. I think they're in need of a quarterback. So they, Everyone knows they're in need of a quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> so I think why not take the best one? Why not take the only one I think that should be a first-round draft pick? So I think Marcus Mariota goes first overall. I think that's what they're going to do. I think Tennessee's going to reach on Jameis. I think they're going to... I, it's not really a reach since a lot of people think he's a top ten pick. He's I, the he's the pro ready quarterback. Yeah, I I mean I think and they need a quarterback. They're just Mettenberger isn't anything. I think James. Well, he didn't prove himself. Yeah. They didn't waste a big pick on him. So, it, I mean, it's not. They were just kind of testing the waters to see if they need to draft James. Well, because Winston. well, <laughs> so. because they'd already drafted Jake Locker a couple so of years before. They have been burned on quarterbacks, dude. I they're, and. Both you know what? It's kind of like you just got to keep doing it because what else are you going to do? And now, now that they're not as expensive, it's definitely worth. It's the worth effort. it more, but you don't have to do it. You you don't have to, but they'll do it. That's what I think they'll do. And I, I think, think so uh, that's what I said. I think the Jags, while they do need help on defense, I think they need to give their top pick last year some help. And I think they go and get Amari Cooper. Are they going to have Blackmore and Amari Cooper? Hmm. Justin Blackman mm-hmm. and Amari Cooper. Yeah, absolutely. Nice. Yeah, I think giving giving Blake Bortles more weapons is what they want to do, because you're not going to fix that defense overnight with the. I mean, you, the pass rushers they can get in the top ten are going to be pretty good. And but I wouldn't be surprised. These guys are good pass rushers. I, I wouldn't be surprised if the Jags decide to go pass rusher that they change that they trade back. I'm not going to call a trade on my mock draft, but I'll say that. I wouldn't be surprised if the Jags trade back, knowing that they can pick up a couple of picks and a pretty decent pass rusher still. 
So if that's what the Jags are looking to do, that's why I think they'll give them more. Right, right, right. Uh, Raiders, Raiders are going to pick up Leonard Williams. That they want more people. They have to go after Rivers. They have to go at Alex Smith ain't shit, but the dude runs around a lot. So they want speedy pass rushers too. I think they're picking up, and Jack Del Rio wants he's wants defensive guys. He's a defensive guy, so he's going to pick a defensive player. It's going to be somebody on that front four. And I agree with you on Andrews. I think he's the best offensive tackle. He's got to be in the. He's the best offensive lineman in the draft. I think. I I want him. I take him on my team. He's pretty good. We'll need somebody like that here shortly. We'll talk about that later. Doug? Doug! Yeah! Pop Culture Top 5. Uh, Gonzo brought it up to me. Um, I'm not agreeing with it. I don't like this one. Well, I didn't bring this up. I would reiterate it. It was Ryan's. Suck the big one, Doug. Shitty movies with great casts. Seems like a Ryan, do you want to go first or do you want me to? I'll go first. I'll go first. Okay. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna give my honorable mention. Um, now while I do like, there are movies on here I I like. Mm-hmm. But. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, movie 43, while well, I like it, <laughs> it's kind of a fucking shitty movie. <laughs> nice. But it is kind of funny. But movie uh, 43. Ocean's 12. I, <laughs> Fuck off. I, I, it's another movie I said movie I like. sucked balls. But <laughs> I gotta say, you know, it, it. For the cast, it sucked a little bit. But that's why okay, moving Ocean's on to my top five list. Because Ocean's Twelve was so bad. <laughs> uh, number five, and it's another movie I really like, but it's fucking shitty, and I really won't watch it when it's on. Not all the way through, anyway. Mars Attacks. <laughs> Good call. What? Yeah, yes. I I like it. There's a couple of fun lines in it, but it's kind Wait, of that's a, shitty a shitty movie. movie? Guns it's, not like, it's not a good movie. It's a great movie. I, don't, I, I definitely I would not put it in great. It's, right, it's definitely fine, a great. Fine, fine. Um, American Hustle for having <laughs> two really going recent. Yeah, I hated that. Movie. <laughs> You're throwing your hands up. It, <clears throat> me and Gonzo tried. We tried. We twice. tried. We tried twice. He went further than I did. He's like, I'm gonna try and watch that movie again. And I said, Me and Jimmy watched it. Me and Jimmy and Ryan watched it. And we're like, Oh my god. <laughs> Now this is she, movie is she supposed mm-hmm. to be retarded or okay, something? Fine. <laughs> fine, fine. Sorry, you don't have to like this is not this is a very relative, okay? This so it this matter. this this is another series of movies that I lumped together and the reason why they're together is because these movies should have been fucking made 15 at no later than 50, early later than 15 years ago. What? The Expendables. Yeah, fuck those movies. Nah, it's just, they should have been made 15 years ago because that would have been fucking awesome. Dude, that would have been wicked awesome. Because everybody wouldn't have been fucking old as dirt. So, that would have made them awesome. That's the reason why I put them on the list, really. They probably deserve to be further back because they're great action movies, but... Number two, Batman Returns. Batman Returns? Yeah. Yeah. 
He said returns. I don't like Batman Returns at all. I think it's a boring yeah. shit movie. He said returns. Guns was looking at me. I'm looking at Gun- uh, Ryan. I'm going, yeah, he's an asshole. I am an asshole. I will take full credit of the, for Of all the Batman movies, you put that one. Batman Returns. That one. Because number one is Batman and Robin. <laughs> and then <laughs> Batman... Shit. The, the third one is is still uh, Batman Forever. Uh, I've been. Oh wait, I've did I write Returns? I did. By it's Rose. Forever, right? Damn, I did that before. I did that when you I was talking. You did that in the dog. goddamn car. You I totally did that. I'm sorry. It was he Forever. Meant Batman Forever. Oh I my pardon. god, I was gonna he stab you in the Bat- neck, dude. Like what? I did that Spend in the car with Doug. Returns? He actually couldn't think of. A top three reasons why Batman Returns sucks. No, you you dem- you said give me one good reason, and then no, I, I thought of and then I thought of one, and then I said and then you started thinking maybe it might suck a little bit, but and then forever yeah, is crazy. It was forever. I fucked that up. That's all. Like I ruined Chris, my own list. Like Christmas Queen, but Batman and Robin is the- definitely the worst one. Blake definitely. This it's the reason why we're doing this list, Doug. Because Blake will sit and watch it. Because it can maintain the scatter brain of a four-year-old to sit on the floor and just you know, go. I want to expound. Right, listen, 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 listen. He he watched it. Hold on, he watched it. No, we don't. No, week. I'm not done. He watched it Tuesday. He watched it Wednesday. He watched it Thursday. Yes, I'm aware. He we talked about this last week. I want to talk about it as much I fucking want to. No, I'm gonna tell hilarious. you. I'm gonna tell you another thing. Everybody in there is usually a really good actor. Everybody in that fucking forever, movie, you asshole. Batman and Robin. Everybody in that fucking movie, their acting sucks in that movie. It's really just a terrible. They are great actors in that movie, and they all suck balls in that movie. They're acting. Can we go is next? Terrible. I always go next, Doug. Pop culture. Oh, sorry, last... you want me to go next? Yes, go next. Okay. My number five. How is movie 43 not on the Are you mad at me about that? That's crazy. That was a really good one. Um, I like that movie. But uh, number three. Uh, I'm sorry, number five. <laughs> we start at five around here. <laughs> Fuck off. Son of a bitch. Battlefield Earth. Terrible movie. Forrest Whitaker, motherfucker. Oscar award winning. All right. Yes, yes. Number two. Number four? We, we go, yeah, number we go four. from five to four. <laughs> I'm I mean, going, go in there, yeah, go in whatever I'm order be, you uh, like. I'm, I'm not going to stop. It's your top five. What am I doing? Go ahead. <laughs> you know what I'm doing? I'm, I'm doing the Monty Python Holy Grail numbering. Maybe, is that maybe a thing? this is my fault. Is that a thing? Started One, it. two, three, three, sir. Five. All right. Uh, number four. Rocky Bullwinkle. Remember Rocky that? Rocky Bullwinkle, I do. It had Rob De Niro. De Niro was the. It had man. Rene Russo. It had Jason that. Alexander. Like I totally forgot that. That's that's a good one. That's a good one. That's a good pull, Doug. Now number three is actually when my cookies. <laughs> Those what? are for your children. For me now. Number three is actually one of my top ten movies of my favorites, personally. Number three, Virtuosity. Virtuosity. Yeah, with Denzel Washington yeah. and Russell Crowe. <laughs> That's it? That's the cast? Those two carry it enough? 
Um, Bill cast. Actually, uh, the girl from um, the Big girl Bang from 30. doesn't count. You don't know her name. <laughs> they ain't good of a cast. Tracy Just Lord. say if you're gonna hate on him, but Tracy Lord plays I'm the DJ. Hate on that. Uh, Virtuosity was a horrible, horrible goddamn movie. With two good actors in it. Which, they were the only two people really in it. Yep. Which <laughs> defeats the whole part. Alright, Doug. Number two. Gonzo, I know you appreciate this. Gonzo, number two. Tiptoes. You're not appreciating that. Are you fucking serious? I don't know. The movie where uh, uh, Gary Oldman plays a midget? I never saw it. I just saw um, Tosh.0 make fun of it. Mm. <laughs> I saw <laughs> of it. Dude, that movie's terrible. It's offensive on so many levels, but it has Oldman, and it's got uh, Gary Oldman, uh, Matt McConaughey, Girl. Peter Dinklage. Serious. I'm not joking. Oh, no, He's yeah. He's doing and, this. And they're, and they're, it's like, not a joke. And they're walking on their knees with, like, knees. shoes. Yeah. Shoes coming out of their knees. Oh, it's so offensive. Wow. I never actually watched And that wasn't even my number one. What's your number one? Batman and Robin. I will tell you right now. <laughs> I will tell you right now. Or. I will tell you right now that all the movies I have, I have like parentheses so I know like what actors are, you know, so I can reference mm-hmm, them. Mm-hmm. And my number one. Yeah, and I, I'll, I'll say this, and then I'll get to the parentheses for the actors. Please. Can't wait. Yeah, it's, again, it's explained in case you didn't know how this was going to go down. <clears throat> My number one is Batman and Robin. Parentheses, um, yeah. It's got one of the greatest action heroes. It's got Schwarzenegger. It's got Uma Thurman. It's got Chris O'Donnell, who's on like one of those CSI shows. Um, <laughs> it's got George Clooney who just got a humanitarian award for fuck's sake great not for being award. Batman great acting not, award not for being not Batman. for being an actor either but, but <laughs> oh yeah. fuck off <laughs> he got he got have the you seen the descendants have you seen actor. the descendants <laughs> shout out yeah, they give humanitarian award to actors all the time Mickey Rourke was up this year too no he wasn't <laughs> well he's an actor Doug and that's why Sin City 2 didn't get on my goddamn list. But, uh. Like. Batman and Robin sucks. Oh my god, it's so it's not, fucking terrible. If it's not everybody's number one, that would be. Just I didn't put him at number one because I knew you guys were actually number one. I knew that it was happening. <laughs> of course it is. Why let you go last? Yep, pretty much. Number five. Let's do it. Planet of the Apes. Tim Burton. The original. Oh, oh, no, I said remake. Tim Burton, Mark Wahlberg, uh-huh. Tim Roth, Helen Bottom Carter, Michael Clark Duncan, Paul Giamatti. That's where I stop. But that is not the hey, only. Guys, good I found a planet full of apes. <laughs> that is not the only shitheads in that movie. That movie was so bad, I was mad because I expected it to be Fuck really, really good. good. I expected it to be really good. That was good. Um, it was not. Number two or number four. I'm just pulling the dug here. Um, <laughs> This is just because of the, the movie it is and, and what you would expect out of it. Fucking Grown Ups 2. Adam Sandler, Kevin James, Chris Rock, David Spade, Sama Hayek, Maya Rudolph, Maria Bell. These are, should be a better comedy than it is. Let's just go a little bit further. Mm-hmm. Nick Swartzen, Steve Buscemi, Colin Quinn, Tim Meadows, Jim, John Lovitz. This should be... You a, mean 
better comedy. Gross. One? No, like, I mean what the two. Fuck? fuck you. Two was worse. That's what I mean. <laughs> and one was shit. Two was worse. But two is it's worse. It's the worst movie. Of what the two. are you not computing? Okay. You smart, dumb fuck. I don't get it. <laughs> Jesus. The movie was retarded. There was nothing good going on in that movie. Um, they, there was the, there was the what? The, the what? Um, Stone Cold Steve Austin was also in that movie. Um, and it should have been better because, I mean, come on. Stone Cold Steve Austin. Number three, Lost in Space. Uh, with Matt LeBlanc. Do we have to tell you how much and how important this movie was and how it was supposed to be the big blockbuster? That was Gary Oldman. William uh, Hurt, Mimi Rogers, Heather Graham, Gary Oldman, Mm -hmm. Jack Johnson, Matt LeBlanc, Jared Harris, Lenny James, Lenny James. Who the fuck is Lenny James? You're walking dead, bitch, motherfucker. Yeah, you're a walking dead bitch. No, your guy. Your guy that's following around Rick with the mask on. The black dude. That guy. That's who Lady James is. Mr. I suck off the dude that hosts Talking Dead but don't know none of the characters. Okay, one, you're shitting on the entire network. And two, Most on you. you guys thought that was Trench. Just on you. Who's, who's Trench? From that. You mean Trench, you dumb fuck? Shut up. <laughs> No, I mean trench. You mean trench. There's no trench. Can There's I the body of eternal trench. The trench. <laughs> no, that's a different trench. That's different. Trench. That's labyrinth. Number three. Mm. Pearl Harbor. Ben Affleck. Ooh, actually, Josh Redick, Kate Beckinsale, yeah. William Lee Scott, George Soule. I mean, Ewan Brenner. Alec oh, Baldwin. I mean, just keep listening to Moth, yeah. There's Jennifer Garner, John Voight, Jamie King, Cuba Gooding Jr., Michael Shannon. Jamie King somewhere in there? No, yeah, I just threw it out there because she's hot. And a bunch of Japanese actors. Dan Aykroyd. <laughs> William Fickner. This, oh, I love Ron Fickner. He's a great actor. There oh, was a lot him. of people in that, and that movie blew balls. It sucked balls. Um, I remember, like, after um, the Pearl Harbor attack had happened, the movie kept going, and I was pissed. You mean, like, when that actually happened? In your no, lifetime? in the oh. movie, oh. Okay. after the attack, mm-hmm. it keeps going. Smartass. You know how in, you know how in, um, um, Titanic... When the, the ship uh, sinks, when the, the ship ends. sinks, that's the end of the movie. That's all I'm going for there. I'm with you on that. I sort of felt like, I know I do like that movie. However, I was like, Titanic. Yeah, did we have to? Titanic was all right too, but Pearl Harbor. But I'm like, you really could have cut out the part where they went on the Doolittle raid. The, the, he could have uh, died. You could like, he could have like, died in Pearl Harbor. You could like, you could like uh, cut out of that whole part where we're like. Yeah, Pearl Harbor, yeah! It's like, that's not how it happened. Yeah. Pearl Harbor, yeah. It shouldn't have been Pearl Harbor, yeah! It should have been like Pearl Harbor. Number two. Sorry, go ahead. The Phantom Menace. Terrible movie. Extensive cast. I don't even want to read the people. Mm -hmm. It hurts feelings. Um, Great groups. Talk Great about proofs. just being one of the ultimate letdowns. Great proofs. Mark Davis. It was that good. Um, 
When was Warwick Davis in that? During the pod race, when he's racing, he's one of the he's the little dude sitting next to. He's one of the guys. No, nice. he's the little dude sitting next to the guy announcing it and cheering. He's sitting right there. Samuel L. Jackson, obviously, Mace Windu. Lots of stuff going on in that movie. Had a raw deal on that one, but anyway, I did. I just didn't like the whole the whole one, but I go with that one first because yeah. that's that had all the actors. I don't think anything else really popped up huge mm. as far as acting wise in the other mm. movies. Mm. But that shit was just uh, not very good. Um, and number one, this was easy for me. This was just because I'm not going. Um, I'm not going to go Godfather 3 because the cast wasn't deep enough. <laughs> um, Wyatt Earp, because that movie sucks. Kevin Costner, Dennis Quaid, Jim, Gene Hackman, David Andrews, Lyndon Ashby, Jeff Hay- Fahey, Mark Harmon, Michael Madsen, Catherine O'Hara, Bill Pullman, Isabella Rossellini, Tom Sizemore. Lots and lots. James Garman. It's the Tom Sizemore of there's Wyatt Earp movies. Wyatt Earp movies. There's, a, <laughs> there's a lot of good people in that movie, and it was the absolute response to Tombstone, and it was like the not-Tombstone movie. It was four hours long of boring bullshit. Bullshit. If I'd have finished The Thin Red Line, I would have put that there, but I walked out of that movie because it was, <laughs> it was gayer than Wyatt Earp. Um, Wait, Thin Red Line? Yeah. With uh, all those actors, yeah, it sucked. Renee Russo and uh, Renee Russo. I don't think she was in the movie about Vietnam. Thin red line. What am I the thinking? Thin of? red line. I don't. What know. am I thinking of? When Harry with uh, him and uh, her and uh, her and uh, <laughs> her and Clint Eastwood when he's a, a Secret Service agent. In the line of fire. In the line of fire. Say okay, line. The yes, and line. I get it. Yeah. Sorry. There was the line in it for sure. Oh. Nope. You were both tricks. <laughs> You're the Tom Sizemore of our show. Honorable mentions. <laughs> Honorable mentions. Sphere. Mission to Mars. Oh, Godfather 3. Alice in Wonderland. Tim Burton. Wild Hogs. Screwed. Expendables. The Hobbit. Expendables. High five. <laughs> All the expenses. Did you say Wild Hogs? Terrible movie. You oh, liked God, it? that movie sucks. Did you sucked. like Wild Hogs? <laughs> Doug liked Wild Hogs. No, I'm just Look saying. Look at like... Doug. He's like. <laughs> it's called male bonding. And no, Doug but does like, it all the time with himself. To even rate that as a actual movie. Oh, well, it's supposed to be relative. Dick. Sorry, Is it not a movie? No, um, it, they, they made two of them. They made two of them. Movies <laughs> in the theater. That was the weirdest looking song I've ever seen. With actors <laughs> in a plot, albeit a really unfeasible one, but it was a plot. A bunch of cunts, y'all are. <laughs> Did you classify that as a movie? Hate no, you. I didn't. They did. I didn't do this to us. They did this to us. I didn't make wild hogs. Wild National hogs champions. made us. Wild, wild hogs couldn't drag me away. Dude, they probably couldn't. Like, hogs are really strong. Nuh-uh. They could totally drag you away. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, they could totally drag you away. Nuh-uh. They'd totally drag you away. That's what I just said. 
They could totally drag you away. Doug, they've dragged you away, dude. Dude, wild hogs. Wild, wild hogs. They couldn't drag me away. Or could they? This last have five minutes seen, of hogs is Have you seen Hannibal? Bacon. Those are some big ass pigs. <laughs> Fucking they eat that they eat that dude who's all eating up and shit. Seemed like a good idea to turn. He's got Cheerio that nasty. Time, lady. So as much as I love the mouse sounds. <laughs> <laughs> well, we gotta talk the playoffs here, I guess. Um, actually, first, real quick, what's up with Duke, man? What's up with our Dukies? Case, yeah, Dukies. In case some of you don't know, we like Duke around here. We this are not a, Duke a North program. Carolina house. Okay? We're not a Kentucky None house. Of us I ever, love the Tar Heels. I've never even been to North Carolina. So, that's why we like Duke. Because we've oh, never been to North Carolina. Totally. Duke is awesome. Yeah. We just we watch good basketball that's on television, and Duke has been on television since we were babies. And you want to talk about a school that'll do it right all the time. They don't fuck around. When, are, when is Duke in trouble? Never. Well, they're lacrosse teams sometimes. But they got off so quick. Lacrosse teams? Because they're smart kids. They didn't do nothing. That shit was bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not really going to get into it with that because I really literally don't know anything about it. And it's been about five years, so I don't know that much either. (laughs) And nobody really gives a shit about college lacrosse. But they've lost two in a row to teams that aren't in the top 25. They lost at home, double digits in Miami, against Miami, obviously. They always struggle against Miami. What, What we thought and what was going up before that was that the team would not struggle against those teams and had that happen. Is it just because it's ACC competition? And they're they're seeing it for the first time because they were they were in NC State two days before that three days before that and lost by double digits as well. They were flustered, missing shots. Okafor's not not dominating on the block. They're taking him out with double teams that are coming from different angles. So he's trying to find stuff. I expect it to be fixed, but what is wrong with it? What what is it? Uh, I didn't. I I feel like the <clears throat> good teams usually will always struggle at some point. Now, there some teams will get away with it. They'll end up squeaking out wins. I mean, Kentucky has done that this season many times. Mm-hmm. The difference being is that they found a way to kind of push through and get the win. Defensively, Duke, that's what they do. Yes, and Duke is, Duke is allowing points to eventually just build up. And it gets to the point where you see guys like Suleiman who try and take on too much. Coming They're kind of there. forcing their shots. And Suleiman, guys, the, the guards at Duke really shouldn't be forced to take the shots. The, the, the Duke Blue Devils play a better brand of basketball because they play as a unit. That's how Mike Krzyzewski's teams always play is there's usually not just one guy who can burn you. It doesn't matter their skill level. You'll have at least three threats from a Duke Blue Devils offense. And when guys feel like they have to be the threat because somebody else is missing shots, I don't know what, for whatever reason, it just seems to snowball the whole team. Uh, it, it's only it's only been recently because 16 games before that they were undefeated and they won handily. They, so I feel like it's something people. that can be... 
can be fixed. I, I'm not worried about it. It's ACC per play se. too. I, you and I have both said the same thing about that. That's everybody thinks. Um, but double digits losses. This is where it comes in. I think they're young, in those those areas. They they need to be able to slow it down, and bring the ball up a little bit up as far as put Okafor on the you know the, the high post. Put him there. Let him work there for a second. Move him around a little bit more. Let him get the ball entried in different areas. Because him camping out down in the post anymore has been figured out by coaches because they're not going to let him do that anymore. They're, they're, they're not sending guards. They're sending big men. So he needs to go to the high post. He needs to go here. He needs to go there. He needs to move around a little bit. We need to keep that part of the game in mind. That is what is important. That is what we will do. That is how they will win. We're going to Move that forward. They've been missing shots. The shots will start to fall. I, I, I still like this team in the Final Four. I still like them playing Kentucky. The best defensive team is Kentucky against the best offensive team being Duke. Uh, Justin Justice Winston will figure it out. This this will work. I, I'm, I'm still good, but, you know, big game tomorrow morning. Duke-Louisville. That's at 10 o'clock. You're going to be able to watch the whole thing. 10 a.m. I get to watch it then go to work. It's going to be beautiful. It's, it's going to be great. Because <clears throat> I expect them to come out playing good tomorrow. Um, baseball? Uh, no, we got to talk about playoffs real quick. Playoffs. Oh, <clears throat> real quick. Playoffs. We're not playoffs? in playoffs, and we're just going to. Playoffs? I'm going to tell you yeah, right now. And I got a great. My playoff prediction is that you will see a Seahawks Patriots. I'm going out on a limb Super Bowl here. A real, really tiny limb. That's, what, that's why we have time to do this. <laughs> because this is going to be the quickest part of the segment of the show. Um, I expect both these games to be blowouts. Not healthy Aaron Rodgers at, at Seattle. Seattle has shown that they can handle. Everybody says, oh, it's Aaron Rodgers. Okay, well, Seattle keeps beating Aaron Rodgers. They beat, a, they beat the healthiest Aaron Rodgers that anyone faced this season at the first game of the year, and they handled them. Now they're getting a beat-up Aaron Rodgers who can't run, who can't move. If he can't move and has to stay in the pocket, he is not the same quarterback. Well, here's the thing. They've beaten Aaron Rodgers, so that team will continue to beat Aaron Rodgers because it's built to beat guys like Aaron Rodgers. So That's what I they do. I, I, I can't. Especially if he's, if, he's, <coughs> if he's immobile. Because what does the scouting report tell you about Aaron Rodgers? Keep him in the pocket. If he can't get outside the pocket, he's already there for you. You've already won that battle. All you have to do is send bodies at him and go kick his ass. It's it's Seattle big, dude. The only way it won't be a big win is if Seattle's offense sputters and plays terribly. And then this week the Colts volunteered to take the ass whipping we would have taken against against the Patriots. The Patriots. I don't I would I I wouldn't have picked the Broncos this week to beat Nope. If we would have eked out a win. This I would have not. I would have not picked the Broncos. This would have been the time that we would have both picked if if we'd have somehow won last week. We would have both picked uh, the Patriots to win soundingly to win big. I would. I would say they'd win by at least two. Touchdowns. They're the best team in this division, but Seattle's going to kick their fucking ass in the Super Bowl. That's going to be satisfying. Can't wait to talk about. You that. You know what's going to be great about that is if Seattle and the Patriots go. I win either way because one of those assholes has to lose. Pretty much, I, but, but I hope I, it's the Patriots because there's I, more. There's more fans of the Patriots. I hate the Patriots more than I hate the Seahawks. I'm over it. This is a good football team. I'll get over the fan part of it. I wouldn't. I don't think you would either. 
anyone would, would hate fans as much as not for the social media aspect of it. We just everyone's got a voice now, so you get to hear every stupid fucking thing <clears> people <throat> say. So, but I, I, I think the Seahawks <laughs> win this shit, dude. Irony. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. They hear the stupid shit I say too. They're hearing all the dumb fuck shit I say. Um, but that's that's where it's at. So we gotta do a fastball real quick. This is gonna be a, a pretty simple question for you. Oh, it's gonna oh, be a us. Oh. Okay. I've got one. You've got one for him? Yes, it's yes. for me. Great. I've got one for you. It's, but that's not how we do a fastball. We it's do never how we do a fastball. One pitch. We're doing a uh, playoff special. Okay. Do it. Rules have changed. That's changing rules on us. Um, of the show. Simple enough. With the way and what we have heard, what we had suspected, Peyton Manning was injured, should not have been playing. Hypothetically, coming out of, let's say, the St. Louis game. We sit him down because he is injured. We have a what, a seven and three, seven and two record, something like that. Seven and two, seven and two, because we lost two games afterwards. We sit down Peyton and play Brock Osweiler under center for the rest of the season to let Peyton Manning heal. How do we do? Go. I think we still win the division. I think Peyton Manning didn't put up any different numbers than Brock Osweiler would have put up in those last eight weeks. You're telling me Brock Osweiler could have thrown for 212 yards, one touchdown, and two interceptions? I laugh. He absolutely could have done that. He would have kept. <laughs> he would have kept more drives alive. Actually, we would have converted more third downs in shorts because he's not afraid to run five yards on third down and get the first down. Matter of fact, he can actually do it. So if Peyton Manning's injury, which I fully believe, he was he's very injured and he's just done a very good job of hiding it because he knows that he'll be a target if everybody says, this guy already can't run. So now he's not going to run at all. So since I believe that, I know for a fact they probably should have sat him down. They should have sat him down because Brock Osweiler was going to win probably... He may have lost one, one game in there that Peyton Manning would have won. Maybe one. 11-5. We still win the division with that record. Still win the division with that record. Because we found, we quote-unquote found our running game... Found a running game. How do you protect a young quarterback from trouble? You run the fucking football. Well, they were protecting their old quarterback from trouble by running the fucking football. So they totally could have done it. They should have sat Peyton Manning down and let Brock Osweiler take over. That would have given us something to either A, look forward to, or B, look at and go, we need to fucking figure this out next year too. Because if Peyton Manning don't come back, we already know what the fuck Brock Osweiler is going to bring to the table. He's gonna bring. He, he was either gonna bring us lots of joy, or we'll go. Eh, he is what we thought. Which would make so much more sense for what the team than Peyton Manning. Why didn't we think about the records. fucking football team at and this point? Records. Why wasn't the football team the important part of this equation? It has pissed off players in this fucking organization. The rumors going around right now are crazy. Like there was a divided locker room there that no one knew about, dude. No one knew about it. Doug, can I ask you a fastball? I'm already waiting for it. A fastball, fastball. 
I don't know what that is, but I'm assuming it's a fastball special. It is. Shmushmushmushmushmushmushmushmushmushmushmushmushmushmushmushmushmushmushmushmushmushmushmushmushmushmushmushmushmushmushmushmushmushmushmushmushmushmushmushmushmushmushmushmushmushmushmushmushmush
What do you do, Doug, when it's time to bunt? When it's time to bunt, I bunt. That sounded dirty. I. <laughs> so, when while. I home, I bunt. So, while raping at sea. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> what was your favorite method of gag? Ball. It's amazing what we can say on this show and what we can't say on this show. I thought he was going to say dick, but he, 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 he likes to do it with his balls. She can't talk right now. My balls are swimming in her throat. This has been a Blood Alcohol Content Network production. For more information, visit www.bacnpodcast.com. Your home for almost bacon and banjo!